welcome to our YouTube channel. Uh, thank you for... Make sure you like it and subscribe. If you like this content, please give me a thumbs up and subscribe. For And then remember to click the bell. The bell so that you can be part of... The, oh, you know what the worst thing is I've seen is uh, be a part of the hashtag notification squad. Oh, it's to please. make us... Please. 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 <laughs> weird fabric. I don't like it. <laughs> Please, it gets all like it makes my skin feel. It makes weird. me want to kill myself more. Ooh. Yeah. Also, I feel I've always felt even when I even when I was a wee lass watching YouTube videos when I was because we were about the same age as YouTubers. So mm. when they all started coming like coming out, not as gay. That wasn't cool <laughs> for a few more years. But uh, when we were about fourteen, they were about fourteen, yeah. and I was like, who are these kids? Are these who are just happy to go today at school? We did this, and I had a really interesting thought big name here are my fairy lights what are you talking about I used to think it was weird then and Mm. now that it's like an industry where people are advising each other on how to become influencers and being like this this is what I do in my spare time sometimes at like 3 in the morning when I can't sleep I start hate watching usually English vloggers Ryan sent me Um, a really good one recently which was like a Scottish girl talking about my terrible experience at Starbucks (laughs) It wasn't like I love those Scottish, but it was a, it was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, and then people, I don't think she's big on YouTube or anything, but even people were commenting, and be like, "You're so funny, you're hilarious," what is that? and all she's doing is being like, "Oh, this," she's complaining. Yeah, but not in a funny complaining. way. I remember uh, someone like joke subscribed me to this random YouTube channel, and she was actually quite a popular-ish. Um, like American blonde girl and she she the video she posted I got a notification that she posted this video about how she like some woman who did henna had ripped her off and given her Good. like shit white henna or whatever that's she's the like, hustle really? I am I'm like nah. and everyone's like I am living for your best friend uh. I'm living for your friendship yes and like she had so much I love, love. it when uh, brown people rip off white <laughs> I love it it's so yeah, funny like, and then, because the, that's the fucking hustle, man. In it, that's living off tourists. In it, payback, payback, payback. You sometimes I get like steal our resources. Quite... And we steal a couple quid. In it, sometimes when I um, when I go online, Uh-oh. when I surf the information highway, yeah, I kind <laughs> of enjoy stories about like clients sex work clients getting robbed it's just the hustle I can't yeah. I can't you know I can't muster mm. the sympathy it's like you know how uh, like Jeff Bezos getting divorced and people are talking about whether or not his wife deserves 60 million dollars <laughs> as if anyone deserves 1 million dollars <laughs> um, but like there's this there's that argument about uh, you know, pe- people having that kind of big sums of money stolen from them. People who are, like is Jeff Bezos getting fucked over? Like Bill Burr is gonna do a bit about like how he earned that money and now his wife's gonna steal it. And it's like you stole it. Yeah, he stole it. You stole it from people. Yeah. Like I and you can't. And I realized how how many like dramas and like shows and films are about like rich people who fall from grace. And it's like I don't care. Like, if you have obscene wealth, it's like, oh, we don't care. Good. Good. About time. Join us down here. That's why it's always so great when you see, like, you know, a star, a fucking star, go bankrupt. It happens all the time. We've seen a star being born. Now let's watch a star. Although that is the publicity 
cycle though, isn't it? Mm. They they build them up and then they yeah. knock them down. Oh, the media. Yes. The media. The world quite a web. <laughs> the Daily Mail. The Guardian. <laughs> the BBC. Uh-oh. Pro-Israel, anyone? Unbiased, my foot. <laughs> Impartially, my whole ass. <laughs> um... What are we talking about this week? We're talking about Centoya Brown. Who's that, Apsi? Well, she is a woman. She's a woman. She's an American. If you go on her Wikipedia page, it specifies African-American woman. Okay, not that it's relevant. We but don't there see that sort of thing. she is. Mm-hmm. Being all African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, she was born... I have a, I have a timeline of We her. can tell. Yeah, here it is. I can hear you reading from notes. <laughs> You can probably hear me with my finger. Yeah. <laughs> Going across the page. Going across the page. Born in... What does that word say? Oh. 1988. Mm. Um, that makes her how old? 31. Oh, now. <laughs> Maybe. 30. Well, probably not. Is she 30? Yeah, she's 30. Yeah. But she would have been... Oh, sorry, I thought we were a year ahead. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like David Bowie. I just live in the future. <laughs> Go on. Uh, she was born in 1988 into a tragic home of drug and alcohol abuse. Yeah, Mental yeah. illness. Yeah, yeah. Um, possibly, and this always this comes up because it was relevant in the case for the lawyers later on because they tried to use it as a defence, but she had fetal alcohol syndrome. Yes. So her mum just... She did. Just she did be smashed. like that. <laughs> she did be like that. She, her mum just got smashed. Listen, took A crack. fifth of whiskey a, a day. A fifth of whiskey a day. When she was prego. Um, life, shit, shit, shit. Life, life, life. Shit, yeah. shit, shit. Shit, shit, life, um, shit, life, shit, life. Shit, life, shit, life, shit, life. She Place... for adoption. Yep. Oh, and then yeah, she yeah, ran yeah. away from home at 16. Um, can't imagine why. No, I have no idea why. <laughs> so she was abused by her Very unusual. Um, stayed with friends. Booze, booze, booze. Drugs, drugs, drugs. We all got to cope. Mm. Um... She met a 24-year-old guy who became her boyfriend slash pimp. Uh-oh. He, he was a boyfriend to come pimp. I <laughs> those feels. <laughs> I love it. You know, like, a, it's not really used anymore, but you know, like, kitchen come... You know, like, the, the word come, but it's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Kitchen means, come dining room. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're coming in both? What <laughs> the fuck? And it's I mean, I should hope so. It's like C-U-M. Yeah. Anyway, he was a, boy, he was a boyfriend come pimp. Mm. Um, his name was Cutthroat, and, uh, which is a cool. great sort of movie. Classic name. Pimp name. Mm. If um, somebody wrote that into a script, I would laugh veto at them forever. Yeah. And probably assume they were, like, a bit racist. <laughs> Cutthroat, and I've seen some spellings, the usual as you would expect. See you. Turn your throat. fucking phone off. But then I've also just seen joking. some with a okay. K, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's real or whether they've just extra tried to movie find. What? <laughs> that cutthroat. Like K K U T T or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so she was sixteen, um, and she said that she was sexually abused by this cutthroat guy. Mm. Well, I can imagine why. He seems like a cutthroat yeah, kind of fellow. Imagine why. Um, and then she went off on a job. Um, a client who's 43-year-old 40, real estate agent Johnny Allen. Big, big Johnny. Mm. Big Johnny. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> as he was known. <laughs> yeah, as he was known to the locals. Mm. I've seen various places refer to, like, some reporting has said, like, she, he was her, she was her sex, his sex slave. 
Uh-huh. But I don't know whether that's she was just like sex slave. No, that she was Johnny Allen's right. um sex slave. But I don't know whether that's just like Wasn't that the first time they'd strange. met? Strange. Yeah, I think that's just like bad reporting. <laughs> that's just people because, who've never had sex before. Yeah. <laughs> that's just people that. who kind of put that right, that narrative of like trafficking victim mm. into like mm. we'll was, come on to that. Like using the later. taken mm. movie Haven't route. Seen it. Yeah. Okay. Know right. how to reference it though, and that's more important. Yeah. Mm. Because who cares about, um, what's his face? Liam Neeson. Um, Go on. Then she said that she shot him in self-defense. He was talking a lot about having guns and showing off his guns. And then um, he reached, I think, under the mattress or something. And she said that she thought that he was reaching for a gun. And she shot him with her gun, the gun that Cutthroat had given her. Um, and then she took his guns and his money. And this is this is where things get murky because the prosecutor said, like, because she t- she took all his money, that was just... A she just per- took money out of his pocket, I think. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And, and the prosecutor said, well, that makes it clear that she was trying to kill him and rob him. Mm. And that was her... her it was pre-murdered. Yeah, her, her motives were uh, to, <laughs> to, to kill and rob, but... The defence lawyers would argue that she had to return. She didn't want to return empty-handed to Cutthroat. Yeah, because she she owed yeah. him money. Because she's a he's a pimp. Yeah. Um. She took Johnny Allen's car and drove to a Walmart car park, and then the next day she called nine one one and reported that she, that she killed. Her yeah. Guy. Um. So she never denied doing that. Um, she was arrested, convicted in 2006. As tried as an adult. So, yeah, she was 16 and then she was tried as an adult and sentenced to life in prison um, with a possibility of parole after 50 whatever years years, when she would have been 69. Nice. (laughs) Uh, And she was put in maximum security prison. Yeah. Um, And then a few years later, um, there was a documentary that came out that kind of made the public very aware of, of, of her case mm-hmm. and a, a Nashville attorney petitioned for a new trial and there was various hearings the trial was objected and then there were um, various hearings for her clemency that failed um, in the in the interim in sort of like 2016 her case along with a few others became pivotal in changing uh, or reviewing laws um, about giving life sentences to juveniles, so those were all sort of reviewed. Um, she, she was known as being like a model inmate. She yeah. um, got her degree, yeah. um, and she was like mentoring other prisoners and and whatnot. And then um, in 2017, she, her case got attention from various prominent celebrities. Yes, um, including Riri. Bad Girl Riri mm. and Kim K. Mm. It's Ash- actually Bad Girl Riri. Bad Girl. Oh, what did I say? Girl. Girl. Oh. Actually, you might be right. Never mind. Never mind. Not important. Um, and Ashley Judd as well, who That's we don't funny. like her. What's Ashley her Judd. Why don't we? Well, like Ashley Judd is one of these uh, feminist celebrities who. <laughs> the end. That's all I need. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, she's one Campbell. of the ones who's very uh, vocal about believing that all um, all sex work is sexual exploitation and that we need to end demand and uh, oh, abolish the sex trade. That take. She's one of those ones. Okay. Um, which is why this case is kind of interesting because there are sex workers 
rights activists who are campaigning for decrim who see this case and you know sympathize with Sintoya Brown as a, as a victim mm. of this terrible judicial system that we live under mm. um, but then there are others who kind of kind of really focus in on the fact that she was a child sex trafficking uh-huh. um, victim and that she was exploited and that you know so there's different angles on this yeah. which is why we're exploring it yes. today it's a nice it's, it's well it's not nice it's her life but <laughs> it's kind of a quite a storm of different Mm-hmm. complications yeah. yes and it's always interesting to when a when a criminal case catches the public's attention um yeah, it's always interesting the, the to examine responses. why yeah and to see what the kind of different responses are mm. Mm. obviously the the weakest tepid liberal take is 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 what i would say is the um Poor child, yeah. victim her whole life. Finally, I believe Rihanna said something along the lines of this uh, child who was like sold into sex trafficking, blah, 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 finally fought back. And there's this kind of narrative of like, yes, like she finally like walked into a job interview and got a job. Like the they sort of, um, they sort of gloss over anything other than, well, they, in a kind of precious, that type of film way, like Moonlight or whatever, mm-hmm. like, uh, we like to have these kind of singular black, usually black tragic figures. Tragic figures, yeah. yes. These these kind of quietly heroic black figures who are the victims of social circumstance. And I wouldn't even massively. I wouldn't really disagree with the fact that she did have has had a tragic life up mm. until that point. But there's um, the where the, the place where her. Um, past intersects with the sex trafficking, the sex work, and how that's reported is quite interesting because people obviously, they love her, they love a tragic black figure, and so they like to, I guess, push that, but that, it's interesting because they push that's that a way angle, of making but she did her shoot seem, somebody. Yeah, that's the way of making her seem as virtuous as possible. Yeah, and that's also where a lot she of, back. yeah, and this is where and we also, stand for that. Yeah, we stand for that. <laughs> and that's why also I feel like it's, it's, um, the point about her being a model inmate mm. is also really is stressed in a lot of this reporting. Yeah. You know, about how she is working to rebuild her yeah. life and, and she, you know, is, is, acting in, in a way in prison that nobody else really has. Mm. Um, she's also, I think she talks about God a lot as well, mm. which is one of those. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, and actually that's quite relevant even in the case, in, because of she was granted clemency and the judge actually stressed, a few, stressed a few points as a way of um, justifying her release. Um, so he talked about her age Mm-hmm. when she committed the crime, the fact that she was as young as she was, and said by her own admission, a horrific crime. Yeah. <laughs> by her own admission. Uh-huh. And then also made a big point of um, her exemplary sort of, like, rebuilding mm. of herself and, like, her, you know, self-motivation and yeah. self-advancement. Uh, yeah. So it's... It's a strange way of, yeah, it's just the, the way that the media reports on it. It's the, this idea of like a perfect victim and would we grant as much sympathy to a, an adult 
who is consenting again. to do sex. That's work that's like and, the crux yeah. of it, isn't yeah. it? Like the all of the all of the tragic past narrative, all the stressing of the sex trafficking and the abuse and the alcoholism and the fetal alcohol syndrome or yeah. whatever. All those is all to say yeah. Is it's is all to balance was, the scales yeah. of she did this horrible thing, but look how shit her life was. And maybe, maybe because of all these horrible, like all these virtuous signify, all these like virtuous she, yeah. things that she's done, she deserves clemency. But and she's a she was a pawn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she didn't do. But the thing, the thing is, it's interesting that we grant that kind of clemency, like figuratively and literally, uh, uh-huh. to. Um, two people who we perceive as incredibly victimized, but not people who self who just self defend in a more uh, amorphous kind of way, and in, uh-huh. in, in a more nebulous moral grey area way. Like we can we can support how oh, fuck how do you say your name? Sintoya. <laughs> we can support Sintoya yeah. because because it's so black and white her case. She's but, black though. Yeah, she's not, <laughs> but uh, her case is very black and white. Yeah, um, and there's and, and it's 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 a, you can kind of draw a parallel between like the ways in which she um, is typified as a character because mm-hmm. it fits a certain narrative in the same in a similar way to when we look at victims of like police brutality or whatever black men specifically the media type likes to pick apart or likes to highlight certain things like if if a black teenager mm. black teenage boy for example is like <clears throat> shot by the police they stress like oh yeah look at this look at his ged look yeah. at his look at what he got yeah. in his sats <laughs> He's just like smart. he didn't believe he was a good you know honor roll student yeah you know? yeah yeah as yeah. if those are relevant points to bring up and in and in the uk it, this is a very like racialized thing this mm-hmm. this uh having to present the virtues of a character before they're treated as a human being mm. and it's, it's a and, very and i see why lawyers do it because it works it works it's, because yeah. because the because of the biases of yeah. the of the other lawyers and the judge and everything yeah. i think and you see it in the uk as well in when with like the windrush scandal you always see these now these tropes of the, of the, the good immigrant, immigrant the yeah. model immigrant these immigrants the windrush immigrants are almost the perfect example of of, of virtuous immigrants right. who who work hard and contribute and basically assimilate mm-hmm. who aren't aggressively other they don't look visibly other other than the you know the color of their skin they you know, Indian immigrants, South Asian immigrants will try to sort of... There is, I feel like, well, in my family, there is sort of like the... There was the, you know, respect enough for the country, maybe not respect, but the pressure to assimilate and to renounce certain parts of your culture and so not to not appear threatening mm. to the co- country that you now live in. Mm. And you definitely see the the hard-working, pays his taxes, country, like a very liberal argument, like migrant, the stats of like what migrants yeah. um, And I understand where that argument which comes is, from. It's because even even No, it's not a bad argument and you feel yourself doing it as well. Yeah. Because it is, the, it, it, that's the only way you can appeal to, people, to certain yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember the um, in the tube? I remember in London you'd see those immigrant um, posters. Uh-huh. Do you remember they would, it would show a po- it would show a you know a portrait of like a nurse or yeah. or a doctor or a lawyer or whatever. Yeah. And they, they're all like you know in hard work and uh-huh. prestigious jobs. <laughs> what are you doing? I've got corn on the cob in my teeth. <laughs> Always a mistake to eat corn on the cob. So delicious, but mm. but then you've got extra snacks all the time. It's true. do not taste anything there. It's just annoying. Mm. But yeah, no, you you have this, um, you have ca- like criminal cases. It's very easy to start breaking them down into 
uh, factors other than what they're really about. This is like really about who who gets who deserves to protect themselves, who deserves to self defend, right. and who gets to be basically treated like a human being. Um, there's a good Intercept article that basically outlines the stand and defend law. Yeah, in, the stand your ground laws, which are in um, Florida uh-huh. and a few other states in the, in that area, uh-huh. I think. Um, the stand your ground law was, I think, got quite a lot of publicity during the George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin case because uh-huh. that was why he was able to um, be acquitted uh-huh. for um, Trayvon Martin's murder because the stand your ground law basically states that you are allowed to, if you feel, if you believe that your life is in danger, you're allowed to use deadly force against somebody else in self-defense, even if you there is a safety away. way out, there is a safe way to yeah. leave. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be running away to shoot. Where it's a weird, like, so line like, if to draw, you, Yeah, it, it is a very strange line. So basically, if you're in a situation where you believe somebody's threatening your life and you could die, you are... In, you could you could run away and that is a safe option mm. but you don't have to yeah you could then say no i'm going to i'm going to kill you instead yeah even if there was a, a way out for you mm-hmm. that meant you didn't have to die yeah but um, and- so it, yeah so it, it, and and over and over again we've seen examples of it being applied differently especially basically a legal loophole for white people to kill black people right yeah because what is was it 1% of start, um What's it called? Stand your ground? Stand your ground, yeah. Stand your ground defence only has worked in 1% of cases of black people killing white people, mm. but 17% of white people yeah, killing black people. Yeah, so that was... So if you look at, like, the flip side, there was... Um, do you remember Marissa... Marissa... Alexander. Uh-huh. Uh, she was somebody who... Uh, a woman, a black woman in Florida who was convicted of aggravated assault with a lethal weapon when what happened was she was in her home um, oh, yeah. and her estranged husband, she said, threatened to kill her. And she fired a warning shot. So she didn't actually even shoot him. Yeah. She fired a shot uh, into the wall <laughs> and she was sentenced to 20 years in prison. And in that case, obviously, the stand your ground law should apply, mm. but it didn't didn't for her. Because it it's basically... If you can justify your fear on a racial ground, yeah, you you get acquitted. Yeah, so you can just it's say why I George thought Jimmerson I would, yeah, was acquitted, yeah. but it's not. But um, I would argue. Well, anyone with sense would argue that Santoya Brown was in more physical danger than George Zimmerman was mm-hmm. when he shot a child. Yeah, and uh, also, it's I think it's an important point as well, is the stand your ground law doesn't apply if you are involved in some kind of illegal activity. Yes. So, obviously, that cost, prostitution... Here's where we get into sexy work. Here's where the sexy work comes in. Mm. Uh, then that is, you know, null and void. Yeah. So if you're in a situation where you are um, selling sex... Mm. There's no such. There's no scenario in which you can claim, you can use a, a stand your ground defence yeah. because you're committing an illegal illegal offence. Yeah, and like all criminalised activity, it only makes it more dangerous for the people involved. And you, I mean, it's like in America if you're having, um, if you're having, if you're involved in some kind of um, health problem, but it also involves drugs. People don't call the police because mm. they have to legally also call ambulance um, yeah call an ambulance because i have to yeah. legally call the police blah mm. blah blah i mean at least here 
they're you know the NHS don't tell the police. Yeah. Or maybe they do. We never know. But the other the other big I don't, point. I don't. I don't think they're obliged to. They. I think they legally have to be confidential. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they. Because I've definitely heard of cases of people, you know, overdosing and and the I remember the the nurses or the A and E doctors like stressing. Yeah. In yeah. The in UK. the UK, stressing like. You can please tell us what you've taken because we won't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I have think you're going to get into trouble. Friends yeah. and stuff to the hospital, and they've they've yeah. they've very much stressed because you say because the person in question was like, no, I haven't, yeah. and then they were like, like please, please just please tell us, like, because it's also yeah. really important in terms of treatment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What they give you, mm. but yes, because um, the other point here is that she we culturally we perceive that it was now forgivable that the Centoya shot and killed this man not only because of her tragic past mm. but because she was sexually trafficked mm. into sex work and this is the other kind of big pillar like of opinion here mm. is what what lives are worth what so would a sex worker like you said earlier would a sex worker who was being attacked by a client or threatened by a client face the same clemency if she having voluntarily entered into sex mm. work shot a client or mm. killed a client or even damaged a client there's mm. a bit in the revolting prostitutes book about the people who are currently on trial for committing murdering or attempting to murder clients who are attempting to assault them and given that many sex workers are from marginalized groups that intersection intersecting with like a racist mm-hmm. police carceral state mm. is like a pretty deadly combination for mm. all of these sex workers who are in a dangerous criminalized job that is just it does if it's criminalized it's categorically more dangerous Mm -hmm. then your response to that danger is also criminalized Mm -hmm. you just end up the siphoning people hemorrhaging fucking people into prison which Mm -hmm. is arguably also what they want Mm -hmm. in america especially Mm -hmm. but here too Mm -hmm. you know it costs more to send someone to eaton than it does to put them through prison no, it costs more to send way. someone to yeah. prison. <laughs> I was going to say. To put, like, a young person through prison than it does to send them to eat. Oh, you went to eat. Well, if you arrest a boy, send him to eat instead. Yes. And do him well. <laughs> um, he'd deserve it more than those other fuckers. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a case of... There's the, there's the sort of, like, oh, she she got clemency, blah, 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 because she was a poor sex trafficker and, like, poor people who do sex work. But it's like, no, because people will have will continue to have to defend themselves doing sex work all the time. Mm. And there needs to be far more thought about this case than just, oh, she got free, thank God. But it's like, why do we feel that she was... Why is she... Why are people who are... Own, it, it, it's that whole, like, sex trafficking versus sex work thing. Mm. It's like, oh, but she's a victim, she was trafficked, she mm. deserves blah, blah, blah. Well, people who voluntarily do sex work get threats, get yeah. assaulted all the time. Mm-hmm. So what are they supposed to do about it? Do they get clemency? Yeah. Do they have to have had a certain life? I can guarantee you the public pressure... Public opinion wouldn't be so swayed in her favour if she was a voluntary sex worker. Yeah, absolutely not. You'd never hear absolutely. about that. Would Richard Rihanna Roach, have tweeted about know, some yeah. a hoe? Yeah. A proud, you know, <laughs> hoe. proud now. Do you remember what's it? Do you know the, you know the guy who... Mm, I love him. <laughs> the mass um, murderer who targeted all those um, sex workers in... Chef? Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Reich, uh, the Ipswich murderer, after... He was convicted. A lot of... Um, there were, like, media reports and 
you know, newspaper articles talking about these women, mm. you know, as if they were disposable and if their li- as if their yeah. lives were like, you know, it was justified in killing them. Yeah. Almost. I mean, that was his that was his um, justification for mm. murdering these women mm. is that he was saying that he was helping the police and he was mm. like cleaning the streets. <laughs> And the media reports as well, or certain, I'd have to find the article. Yeah. Um, but the guy who, uh, there was somebody who reported, you know, talking about, oh, they're just fucking junkies anyway. Mm. Like, it's just. It's one of the most yeah. grotesque things that this sort of part of the world yeah. does in yeah. terms of its media reporting mm. is the subtle moral judgments on people who are murdered. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How, who, who's murdered and how. The the subtle implication that some people literally deserve murder more than mm. others is really honestly disgusting yeah. and defensible. Disgusting. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> that might be the episode title. <laughs> um, or discuss... <laughs> Tings. Tings. <laughs> Hey, new podcast name. <laughs> um, yeah, it's butters. Yeah, it's it's actually it makes you feel fucking sick. Yeah, it's it's, it's also quite normalised, and it sometimes can take just a second for small things like the picture of um, uh, who's the I can't breathe Eric Garner. Mm-hmm. The pictures of various black men in in um, graduation outfits yeah, yeah. pictures they choose for the news yeah. the pictures that people she was just an ordinary yeah, blah blah yeah, yeah. blah did it's you like, see it well, doesn't matter recently as well did you hear about the recent um, murder of a sex worker in London did you see that uh, I don't think so oh okay that was quite grim hi oh sorry about that so we oh. had a phenomenal fast in the uh, <laughs> in the, uh we cut out, battery gone, but it's all right, you didn't miss much. No, it was probably quite good that it cut out there because we did, just yeah. started to ramble. Yeah. Um, I think it cut out uh, serendipitously because mm. we were pretty much fucking done. Yeah, we're all yeah. yeah, we yeah. said our bit. We said our bit. Mic drop, bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>